Like, ride with me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast stick, you can get high with me, that's a deal, right? All right, we back. What's up, y'all? Back again uh, with the 4400 show. Like, man, at this point, this is the only 4400 show you should be listening to. The only place to get your 4400 news. Um, it is season three, episode nine. I am your co-host, Ray Coleman. And I have with me today, like I do every week. What's up? What's going on, y'all? It's Robert. Uh, one of the, a part of the... I don't I want to say better half, but <laughs> equal equal half of um a lot in the sky. So I'm happy to be here to talk about this uh skin skin shedding episode, right? <laughs> oh god. Yes, this shit. Oh my god, yeah. So this is Light in the Sky, um, season three, episode nine. This is the ballad of Kevin and Tess. Mm-hmm. Um so Kevin Burkoff becomes a marked man. When his research on promycin is discovered, Tom and Diana search for Kevin. I will say that is a better description mm-hmm. for the episode than any of the ones before it. Yep. It did not spoil, well, the title <laughs> kind of did, but like, right. it didn't spoil anything. Um, um, yeah. Not, not unlike all of the other ones that have come before, or like, oh 90, or like 90% of them. Yes. Good Lord. And I didn't even, um, I didn't look at the description. I didn't even look at the title of the episode. I made sure not to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm glad I did because there was some, some surprises in this episode for me. Yeah. I didn't even look at the recap. So I really was surprised. Yeah. Um, so what's, what's your thoughts? How you feeling about this episode? Uh, general episodes, I'm happy with it. You know, it brought back uh, two characters, which... One of which I have been wondering had why he, well, basically, uh, Kevin. I was wondering where his storyline was, and it was a pleasant surprise to see Tess, you know, Tess yeah. come back. So, mm-hmm. uh, overall, you know, for what we got, I thought it was a pretty decent episode. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. I really liked it, actually. I, I liked it more than I thought because mm-hmm. Tess did not look the same to me. Like, I didn't register her face yeah. as being yeah. who she was. So, it took me a minute. I was like, no, that can't be. That can't be what I think it is. But of course, was. <laughs> she she on the glow up, right? <laughs> hey, yeah, she got that hair curl. She, exactly. You know, she, she read at the library, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, this was interesting. This was interesting. Um, I liked it. Mm-hmm. I actually really liked this episode for Sean. I, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I thought this was an interesting issue that they gave him. That like. I feel like we kind of we have we have been here before, mm-hmm. but from this point of view, it was yeah. kind of new. So I like that. I did like that. Yeah, oh, it was yeah. a it, more of a new context, I'd say. Yeah, you know, in in which he's being asked to use his abilities for somebody else's, and not well. In this case, it was gain, and before yeah. it was, you know. Like save the world. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't save the world. It was like save my selfish mm-hmm. uh, ass. Anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Ah. Oh, okay. So it's 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 cool. So we open up. Okay. This is another thing. I know you had mentioned Kevin. I um was kind of curious. Like, where has this nigga been? I do like the way they introduce him. Mm-hmm. Feels like the show is continuing. Like it, it doesn't feel like. 
we just stopped the story and we picked it mm-hmm. up because this is the episode four. It feels like shit has been going on, like stuff right. has been happening. So I do appreciate that. I do appreciate that. Well, there was, I mean, and we'll, and we'll get into this. Um, I appreciate that because you got a sense that that was happening with him. But then there's a suggestion that something that had been happening with Diana, yeah. which we <laughs> have had no yeah. suggestion of for a while. So that, you know, that was, this is why, that's one of the reasons why this episode isn't like a perfect one for me because, mm-hmm. and we've spoken about this before, they don't do a good job sometimes of laying out breadcrumbs right. in certain circumstances. Um, Especially with, you know, the, I guess the big revelation as to what happened, and, you know, in this context. So mm-hmm. um, we can start from the, the fugitive-like beginning. Right. Um, <laughs> so, right. Um, when Richard Kimball is running through the woods. Not <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so we have, um, you know, we have somebody running and then it turns out to be um, Dr. Burkhoff and he's looking not the best he's mm-hmm. i think there was a suggestion that the last time we saw him that something physically was happening with him mm-hmm. uh, i don't think it was to this extent because it looks like his face on his face there are all these like legions and mm-hmm. you'll see it's like a very bad skin condition yeah so we see him being chased essentially by I just call them men in black. I you know, said Matrix. That's the Agent Smith. Yeah, Matrix. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a bunch of Agent Smiths being led by Agent Smith number one. Yeah. And he he gets abducted. So, you know, he's caught up. And the next scene we, we cut to is Richard trying to throw, uses telekinetic abilities to throw wads of paper into a can. Like, he's just, like, literally just trying to you will toss him in there with his mind. So, you know, the big question is, is like, why is he trying to do this? Why, why this renewed interest in his abilities? <laughs> so, um, the funny thing was he, he's only able to make the shot when he does it <laughs> with his hand. Mm-hmm. So, um, we then cut over. I think that's, you know, after that, the next scene I think we see is Richard talking with Heather. Now, it, yeah, in between all of this, I'm trying to figure out where do the credits come in? Is it before after this? this? After this, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he goes to Heather, who is the you know the teacher who helps uh, the students, and explains that he's trying to. He asks if the, if what she does can work with adults, mm-hmm. and he, in the sense that I get from this, is that he hasn't really talked to many people about his abilities, mm-hmm. which I think is pretty interesting, but. Um, I don't, it's either her or him, but I think it's her. It might be. It might have been him. Where he says that he he realizes that his abilities are emotionally based. So it's only at times of heightened, mm-hmm. well, not happiness, but like you know, basically heightened, you know, yeah. um, terror or you know, when things get rough, that's mm-hmm. when he's able to use uh, his abilities. Yeah. So like as far as the sequence between you know him running through the woods up until now, like any like initial thoughts or were you like caught unawares um, about what was happening? I was initially, but I was like, okay, well, this explains where Kevin has been. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really care too much for, like I enjoyed it because we got caught up, but I, I wasn't as emotionally invested as I was with Richard, Richard and mm-hmm. Heather. That's where all my, uh, my energy went. Um, for Richard, I re- I really like Heather. I didn't realize yeah. it until this yep. episode. Like I mm-hmm. actually really like that character, 
and um and just the like kind of um therapy of it all it's like this mm -hmm. black man is going to get therapy he's going to the yeah. source and for them for him to be aware enough to be like well it's when i'm excited is when the powers are easier to control mm -hmm. yeah. and i do like the reoccurring like second mutation that they're giving these people are like all off the premise and so i couldn't help adults but maybe mm -hmm. i can and it's like that i'm okay with that explanation so yeah. all of this i'm really i'm i was in yeah um, yeah and like you said it it, it make it's, it gets you to start wondering like why is why does he have this like renewed desire to do something with his abilities because that yeah. has not been the case since I, we saw him uh, God, when he was, I think it was when he was frustrated mm -hmm. with what was happening with um, with his wife. Yeah, you know he that that's I think that was the last time we we'd seen something like this. So, you know, right after that, we see Kevin and the Men mm -hmm. in Black or yes. or the agents. Mm -hmm. uh, the lead agent says that they feel that he's been testing. Uh, these promyosin generating ability. Well, basically testing on other people outside of himself, and he's mm -hmm. like, "No, I'm not doing it." And you know, I need you to believe me. And then the guy's like, I, "I do," and then just turns around and blows him away. See? <laughs> like, four shots to the chest. Um, and so then <laughs> after that, it's a very quick sequence. They, he, he, the the lead, you know, agent says, "You know, let's." We're gonna do an autopsy on his body, mm -hmm. and they carry him into the back of a van, take him to wherever they're taking him, and then they open up the van, and Kevin is gone. Yeah, he's got ghosts. So, and then I think the last shot is Kevin running before the credits, yeah. him running through the uh, woods, and he opens up his shirt to show that he's healed. You know, which mm -hmm. was going back to when he had stabbed himself before yeah. and he healed. And in my mind, I was, I was thinking like, you better be happy that hey. that's the ability that you got. Hey. Because otherwise that would be the end yeah. of Kevin Burkoff. Yeah. That was a good sequence though. Um, yeah. The only thing that frustrated me, and I was like, why did you just shoot him in the head? Like go right. for the kill shot. <laughs> like, right. I mean, he could definitely like, it, it, it would have, it actually would have been a little bit more, a little bit brutal, and the end result probably would have been the same because he would have come back from that. He's not, yeah. you know, I, I don't think they suggested that brain function wouldn't bring him back, but right, right. you know, just to play it safe because <laughs> you live in a world of people with well, yeah. super abilities, mm -hmm. you know, go for the head, but you know, dramatic effect, shot him in the chest, and then they play the mm -hmm. <laughs> the credits. Um, so once we come back after the credits. We show we see Maya and Di Diana yeah. at the house, and yeah. Maya has had a bad dream and jumps into bed with Diana and says that she had a, a dream, or I don't know if they're suggesting that it's supposed to be a uh, vision of her turning into a monster. Oh, I, <laughs> I don't see, I not that I think about it, I don't think that it even plays a part. In the rest of the episode, because her mom just looks tired <laughs> throughout the episode. Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, I, I guess it was you know just suggestive of, of what's to come. But right mm -hmm. after that, we show Diana and Tom at the uh, intact the next day, and she shows a drawing that Maya did of her, <laughs> where yeah. once again she just looks like a tired woman in a robe. She doesn't <laughs> look. <laughs> I, I don't know if she was if they were suggesting that she was supposed to be looking like. Kevin, I mean, like Dr. Burkoff, but yeah. 
it, it was just a weird thing to put in there because it's not like mm-hmm. it's suggesting. I don't know. I mean, I guess it was supposed to be kind of a bearer of things to come, but I didn't like it that way because I thought that initially I was like, okay, in the episode or two, she'll start to look like him. But mm-hmm. this isn't a show we just established that leaves you breadcrumbs. So, right. no, she will never look like this. Right. So, yeah, so I was like, initially I was excited, but then I was I was waiting for her to turn. Yeah. She didn't turn. <laughs> right. Yeah. So it was just, it was a weird, I don't know, reason to, to have her in the episode. But um, Tom and Diana and Intac, I think they start talking about um, that the fact that she hasn't seen Dr. Burkhoff. Mm-hmm. And she's been calling the 4400 Center to see if he's, you know, showing up to work. And they still haven't seen him for like a few weeks. And this is when she admits to Tom what she had been doing with uh, Dr. Burkoff. And then Tom gets in his feelings about it. Yeah, he got mad. Right. And it's just like, and I kind of understand where he's coming from. Because this is like a weird-ass relationship that you have with your partner where mm-hmm. everybody is always keeping some type of secret. Um, and this whole thing of, you know, Burkhoff being the father of the 4400, it just, it's like you didn't see need to say anything to me yeah. about this yeah. at all. Yeah. Um, I think he makes a joke like, you know, some people go fishing, yes. other people go to the movie theaters, <laughs> you, you, you go and perform experiments, yeah. you know, on um, on a doctor or a scientist. Yeah. Um, and it's and I like the way he puts it. Is it's like this could lead to the mass marketing of mm-hmm. the forty four hundred abilities. So, yeah. uh, any any thoughts about I'm know, his Tom. she made yeah. me team Tom because I'm like, not only are you doing this shit in secret, and you didn't cuss him out. I believe in season one she was cussing him out for not being a team player, but yeah. your daughter is also forty four hundred. Like right. my son is, but he's gone. My wife is, but she's gone. Like you mm-hmm. have a vested interest interest in him. Is I'm not saying that you, you know, double agent, but like you can't take on something like that on your own, like, right? Oh, I mean, and this ain't the first time. I mean, we've had this discussion not specifically about this topic, mm-hmm. but you know, where somebody says, You kept this from me, you kept yeah. this from me, and it's mm-hmm. just like, how, how many more times are we going to keep going back to this? Yeah, <laughs> it's just yeah. like y'all are supposed to be. Trusting or trustworthy, especially after three years of huh. being partners. Look. So we um, cut over to Tess reading to kids at a. She's at actually at a bookstore. Yeah, but she got she got a job, which was good. Um, <laughs> and Diana and Tom show up to uh, ask her if she's seen you know Kevin lately, and and she's like, well, you know, I've been living in this halfway house for the past few weeks or months, and I just got this job. She got the job a few weeks ago. She's been yeah. living in a halfway house for a few months, and. She's trying to live her best life. She's taking her medication for, mm-hmm. and she was, and she mentioned for the schizophrenia, which yep. she was like, I'm, it doesn't go away. But it's, um, but she hadn't heard from Kevin, and she says she's concerned about him mm-hmm. herself. So, you know, they do the obligatory. Well, if you hear from him, call us and right. da, da, da. Um, and you know, she looks up at them like, mm. but <laughs> the thing, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like it's it's the looks, yeah. It's, it's the looks, and this actress, I'm kind of I'm happy to see her in this role because I'm always I'm so used to her from Firefly, mm-hmm. where she played this um 
she was actually something had been done to her which kind of messed with her mind mm-hmm. um but in that case she got super abilities I and mean, well i guess in this case she got super abilities but um she's but she she has a style of acting where she's she's quiet mm-hmm. and she's kind of quirky and i don't really see the quirkiness in this as much as as much as i've seen with her in other past experiences but yeah she's from that uh joss whedon camp you know okay. from from and i think she even was in an episode of buffy yeah but um and i think she actually has a background in ballet if i remember correctly mm. but um yeah so anyways um one thing I do want to know is, and this is, and I'm sure this is, I'm sure this is me projecting. I need to project. I don't know. Whatever. Her when when Tom and Diana pulled up, she was reading Alice in Wonderland, and she was reading about the Cheshire Cat. Now he's you know playing tricks and stuff. Mm-hmm. And throughout the episode, I got Alice in Wonderland and I got Beauty and the Beast, and that's mm-hmm. like the feeling I got from this episode. So yeah. I don't know if that was intention. I would imagine it probably was, at least to some degree. Mm-hmm. But I um this this did feel like a, like a modern day retelling of a fairy tale, like her story specifically. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, I can see it. I mean, definitely with the two of them because they have this. They got a interesting relationship. Yeah. Um, and that that was something I did want to kind of touch on. Um, we can do that later on when we have, you know, as far as when they reveal like what's happening. So, mm-hmm. so after that, we cut to uh, Devin. I remember this woman's name now. Devin, the one who um, <laughs> who works at the forty four hundred center, and Sean, and they are, I guess, at a television show taping yeah. where they're talking to him about the organization and. Um, <clears throat> his healing abilities, but then mm-hmm. in the hallway, you hear somebody uh, start yelling that you know they need help, and there's all these people in the hallway, but then this guy is laid out on the ground, and then like, we're supposed to know who fuck this guy is. Right. You know, Sean says, isn't that Nick Crowley? And I was just like, I'm, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but I guess they couldn't follow it up. I said, Nick Crowley, internationally known rock star. But they you know? did, though. Of the, like, when he dealed them, the good yeah. guy, oh, on behalf of all of the rock star. Okay, then they, they guess they did do it. Oh, my girl, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. And because I was just like, this is just some random dude. But yeah. apparently this guy was overdosing. Uh, Sean brings him back. And the thing I did love is when he says, he says, Jim Morrison says hello. Mm. Um, <laughs> you know, there it's, it's so ultimately we, we find out that he is a, a the stereotypical image yeah. of a rock of a rock star, you know, just boozing and drug, you know, doing drugs. And apparently, um, Whatever the sleeping with the ladies and mm-hmm. being very derogatory, like, yeah, is a, is a part we'll get to that. I was like, it's like, shut the fuck up, that's yeah. terrible. Yeah, you're like talking about this woman like she's an object and some mm-hmm. bitch, but mm-hmm. it's crazy. So, um, but he, it, <laughs> one of his one of the groupies, I guess. You know, whatever the fan says to Sean, anytime you want to lay those these hands on me, oh, let me know. And I was like, okay. Um, yeah. So, and then right after that, we have Richard. You're talking to Isabel, and you can tell that. Um, well, Isabel is getting um, sized up for her wedding dress. I think yep. it is, and uh, there's uh, somebody there helping her. But Richard is there watching, 
and she tells Richard, you know, something to the effect of, you know, it's it's customary for the husband, not the husband, the father of the bride to give a toast. Yeah. And what I think Richard wants to say, you better show the fuck up talking to me with hey. it. Because like he you can tell he's like upset. Yeah. He doesn't want to do it. And he's like, you know, I'm, I'll be able to handle it. And then she hands him a magazine, which is like which is turned to an article about, you know, wedding toast, do's and don'ts, and then she says, um, read it tonight. <laughs> yeah. and, and you can tell that she's like done. Yeah. Done as much as he is. Any, any thoughts about <laughs> this? It was, it's weird and I hate I love it, but I hate it. I don't like Isabel, but I like Isabel. I just hate that the only black family on the show has this weird ass relationship. Um, I mean, but in the show's defense, Everybody, well, that's what is fucked up. Yeah, every family over here is pretty much. So I'm not even. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. like Tom has lost every family member he has. So like, I'm not. You talking to his ghost dad? (laughs) (laughs) Talking to his ghost dad? Yeah, that too. So Um, yeah, his mental ghost dad. That's not even a real ghost. (laughs) Oh my god! Yeah, that's wild. But I, eh, but so I'm. That gives it a pass for me. But I just. Oh, I hate it. <laughs> I hate it so much. Yeah. Uh, but I do like that Isabel is still, like, at least she feels consistent from the last couple episodes. Mm-hmm. Doesn't feel like a four-year-old again. Like, she yeah. still feels, you know, like she's in charge. And I just, I know Richard is trying to get these powers in check so he can try to whoop her ass, too. That's and what that's, I say. Fuck that. Like, you ain't yeah. going to be the only one. Dark Phoenix up in here, shit. I'm just something. Yep. But yeah. Yeah. He um. He was definitely. He's like, we we're going to get beyond just trying to throw trash into baskets. Yes. He said, yes. I'm gonna talk to this woman, have her hold my hand. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then take it from there. But um. So right after that, we have um Kevin and Tess. Uh, and Tess is actually, I guess, it's a big reveal that Tess is actually helping him out. Mm-hmm. Um. And he doesn't want her to see him and she, like he is and she was like i don't i don't care you know like what mm-hmm. and and he removes the you know the hood that he's wearing to hide his like face and that's where you get that whole beauty and the beast moment you mm-hmm. know that whole thing um and one of the things that they mention is they are doing something to diana yeah um, and she and it's funny because I think Kevin said something about it's you know things are going to get ugly and she was like Kevin it's already ugly right. they they shot you <laughs> they shot you today or yesterday several um, times might I add <laughs> yeah like like double tap um so they are committed to doing whatever they need to do to continue his um his experiments and but in this case it's involving Diana so this is this goes back to what I was saying. Um, yeah. they suggested this has been happening for a minute, for a period of time, and we have not, within these past few episodes, seen anything that would suggest that Diana has been tired. Diana mm-hmm. has been waking up, you know, in the middle of the night. Diana has mm-hmm. been very, you know, kind of just going through it, whatever. And I, I just... I don't know because I'm, it's like one of those things where you hear about if you introduce a certain object and act one of a movie, mm-hmm. then that shit has to be like you introduce a gun that has to be sh- you have yep. to shoot that. Yep. Go on, yep. 
if somebody's eating an apple or something, like introduces a piece of fruit, mm-hmm. that's me, you know, whatever. So in this case, they didn't even do that shit. Yeah. It's just like, and it doesn't take much to throw in little tidbits. I would have been happy today if we had seen, I mean, with this episode, if at Tom's house we saw cookies. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. saw him like carrying a thing of cookies, yeah. you know, as he's walking around. And then we as fans would have understood, like, oh, okay, that's so and so and so and so. Yeah. You know, that, that goes back yeah. to that episode. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I'm, I'm not a. So, how they handled that, I don't think they did it in the best way. And the other thing about the two of them is that um, the age difference mm-hmm. is, but this is always a Hollywood thing. You always cast an, an older guy, mm-hmm. you know, with a younger woman. And I'm not saying that she's like in her 20s or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I think there might be, it might be 10 years between the two of them. Yeah. I mean, 10 to 15. I that. But, um, it's it doesn't seem skeevy. I'm mm-hmm. just being real. Like they actually they pull it off, you know, yeah. pretty decently. Well, for I me, it was. Um, I didn't even. I didn't think of them as lovers mm-hmm. until. Well, no, even after that moment where he put up his hood and she was like, "Why would you need to hide from me?" I still was thinking like, "Okay, but they were so close in the." psych war that this mm-hmm. is just a special like I don't know is this the old man in me or what I was like oh they're just they're just key they're just friends <laughs> like <laughs> even when it was revealed no this is an actual like relationship it mm-hmm. still felt good like it didn't feel right. um I think especially with that established history from season one mm-hmm. one um I'm I feel good about them. Well I, yeah. I I'm not grossed out. Right. So yeah, no, I'm with you. I think that was um pretty good. I um my other issue is Maya. You cannot have Maya and then do all this stuff mm-hmm. to Diana, especially now that she's off the promise and like you can't they're not mm-hmm. accounting for Maya. That's really what pissed me off. I say so you have nightmares of running her bedroom, but you don't you never <laughs> your little psychic <laughs> ass never feel your mama get up and leave that bed. Yeah, never. And that and that apartment is small enough that if she leaves the house at three o'clock in the morning, <laughs> her daughter don't wake up. Bro. You know, um, it just, um, it, you know, it's it, it just it's weird. And I think it sometimes goes back to, and it's interesting because I, I did that whole I watched start the Star Trek Day event mm-hmm. last night, okay. and one of the big things that they kept pushing was. For one of their new shows, this Star Trek Strange New Worlds, yeah. it's going to be more episodic. Okay. So every episode is going to be self-contained. And somebody might argue that this episode was just episodic. It was just self-contained. And I was just like, no, you have an overarching yeah. storyline that you have with this. And you've already established that in previous episodes, she's been helping him out with this. Yeah. So that whole that whole argument, I think, is tossed to the side. They just didn't do a good job. Because, like, we're supposed to sit here and, you know, just accept that in the same episode. Like, mm-hmm. this has been going on for a while, but it's just been off the screen. You so, know? <laughs> but even my other issue is that the science behind it, like, you, ha- if they had established you only need five shots, I can mm-hmm. believe you've been doing this to her for a week. Right. And, you, and something happened, you got kidnapped, now you got to get that last shot in her. But mm-hmm. the way they're making it seem, like you said, she ain't been getting out this bed for mm-hmm. the last three or four episodes. That's a lie. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Don't make any sense. So right after that, we have Nick and Sean, um, the the I guess the rock singer or the rock artist. He um, 
Yeah, at the 4400 Center. And you get Sean his guitar, and he tells, um, you, you get the sense that he just wants to use Sean because he's yes. kind of asking him about his abilities. And, you know, Sean's telling straight up, straight up, like, you need to take better care of yourself. Mm-hmm. And then the rock star is like, whatever, rock and roll or some mm-hmm. bullshit. Uh, but I, I just like in the scene that Sean is allowed to be a fan. Yeah. Like he, he seems very fanboyish or whatever, mm-hmm. fan manish, mm-hmm. you know, for somebody that he is, um, you know, he likes his music, you know, and all that. So, uh, right after that, we have Diana, uh, who this is when we see her wake up for the first time at three o'clock. Mm-hmm. Um, and she goes to the door, and Tess is just, Tess is standing there. And tells her you need to put on a coat. It's cold, so she's obviously controlling Diana with her abilities, mm-hmm. and I guess the the power of suggestion or whatever she does. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, she takes her to where where her and Kevin are, you know, I guess posted up. Yeah, and Kevin gives her. She's he's get you. We know now that he's been giving her the shots without her um, permission. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, or um. So, I didn't like the fact that he was doing it like this. Yeah. It's just like you're taking, you're not giving her a choice in the matter. Yeah. 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 That, that really fucked me up. Like, up until this point, I was okay because I'm like, I, you didn't, yeah, this is, it's really fucked me up. Cause I, and, and throughout the whole thing, cause yeah. my mind went immediately to sex. Like, I could not, yeah. I'm like, you're, Mm-hmm. Invading this woman's body with a substance yeah. that we don't know what the fuck is gonna do to her. Exactly. She might learn how to fly. She might grow wings out her titties. Like we don't know what this is going to do to her. And she's a mother. Like not that she would be less deserving if she was a single person, but mm-hmm. she's also like a like you. You know these people. Mm-hmm. It's oh, it's just so yeah. It and it's um. We're gonna go back to the wings out of the t- anyways. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so um, the yeah. thing, the thing that gets me is that it shows how far he's decided to take this. Yeah, you know, before mm-hmm. he was cool with her with them partnering up, and mm-hmm. I don't know what ended their relationship when it came to the testing. Like mm-hmm. there was no suggestion of why she stopped going or why they decided to not mm-hmm. have her, you know, and I would have been interested in that there. And I know there hasn't been any suggestion in the past yeah. episodes, you know, for why that happened. So, um, it shows one, how far gone he is. Mm-hmm. And like you said, it's a matter of consent. You know, mm-hmm. you're doing this without, you know, her knowing about it and you know, like said all the side effects that you listed. Yeah. If you don't want a part of that, like you know, there's just you do. Yeah. You want you you don't mind if your skin falls off or if you mm-hmm. you know have you know wind up with with an ability or two. So. Yeah. You don't know who she would hurt. Like she's mm-hmm. all just the purpose is she's a cop. She has yeah. a firearm. There's mm-hmm. ain't no cop staying account at all. But mm-hmm. if she's out patrolling or whatever the hell they do. Who's to say she doesn't accidentally start shooting people because, you know, her mind and snap or, you know, whatever. I just, bruh, I just, this is disgusting. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't a good look on his part, especially in the same for Tess. Because, I mean, Tess is just ride or die at this point and Mm -hmm. and it's not, you know, this is not something you do to somebody Mm -hmm. like said without them even knowing about it. Yeah. Um, so then we 
go cut back to, I guess, the next morning. Diana is getting ready for, um, it's the morning, getting ready for work. Um, mm-hmm. And you tell that she looks tired. Like there's something yeah. happening with her. And then Maya comes in and says, hey, you got to get to school. And I was like, <laughs> and in my mind, I was like, when was the last fucking time a kid runs into the room and says, I got to get to school? Hey. Um, She's in college. That's a 20-year-old woman. But she, I guess because you are going to the Xavier School for Gifted Youngsters. I mean. Like, before that, when she was going to um, these private schools, right. you know, she was just like, nah, I'm good. And yeah. then for public school, she was like, dear God, no, let me see. Right. But, um, <laughs> so, but the crazy thing about this is, um, to give you kind of a further idea that she's about to go through the same thing that uh, Kevin's going through, her nail comes off and it was something that now that was a callback yeah (laughs) that was a callback to something that happened with him when his nail came off and and she was just like oh a nail fell off and i'm just like you were wearing press on it's like that's your tired nail like can we freak out a bit like (laughs) i think like maya looks disgusted yes and then diana is just standing like oh okay well this happened gotta go to work Mm. (laughs) it's just like that's what you call out and that's not the flu. Like, for them, the the she had the flu. Like, you don't lose nails <laughs> from the flu. No, you don't. That's like if your body is, like, decomposing or just, like... I mean, zombie muck? Like, uh, Yeah. So, uh. after this creepy-ass scene, um, they show Marco at... Um, Marco and Diana at Kevin's uh, house. His The house where they were doing the experiments way back yeah. when. And... I think he says something about, you know, how she looks or I thought you were out with the flu. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, I got this. And then Tom comes in and says the same thing. And she's like, get off my dick now anyways. But she's <laughs> like, you know, get out my you know, get out my shit. Like, why is everybody on my shit? So Yeah. Um, but they find out that somebody uh deliberately yes. took all of the um hard drives uh containing his um I guess, you know, the research information that he had gathered. Mm -hmm. And they also find a drawing of, and I'm going to come back to the drawing. This is my back to the episode. But uh, we got to get to a scene before I get to that. But they find this drawing, and it's it's very, it's a perfect drawing. And Marco says something like, oh, he was he drawing himself? And then she says, no, he could barely hold a pencil. Mm -hmm. You know, when I was here, a pen. And, but then Marco says, you know, who can draw Mm -hmm. is Tess. So they put two and two together and get, you know, tests. Um, so the other thing I wanted to come out of this was what was the end result of their conversation? You know, when they, are they still together? I, <laughs> that they, was weird for me. Cause I was right. like, did you not break up with this nigga? Like, what is <laughs> right. so it just seemed, it seemed awkward. Um, and maybe they did break up. See, there you go. It is awkward. <laughs> but <laughs> even that, like that particular villain of the week, the ex is gone. Mm-hmm. So like you can just get him, get Marco, but like you could just start dating him again. Like what? Yeah, I don't. I, I I like I said, they left that like unresolved, and unless they revisit it mm-hmm. in the next couple episodes, I'm assuming they're not together. <laughs> yeah. Know? Um. So right after that, we have Richard and Heather at um. They're in a session, you know, the session with her, and they're just staring at each other. And he, it's like he, what did I say? It's like he's preparing 
I guess for, and I'm trying to remember what the thought that I was going with, nothing is happening. Like, it's like one of the sessions that she has with her kids mm -hmm. uh, that she explains is like where it's just kind of silence, but it's like awkward. So, yeah. you know, there's nothing ability wise having on his end. Mm -hmm. And there's a part where he mentions that he hasn't been intimate, quote, quote, unquote, um, with anyone like even how they're doing, because I think this is the thing where he, where she touches her yeah. His hand. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and I think it's more of a reassuring thing. It's nothing like intimate meant behind it, but that's how he takes it. Yeah. And, but I think he's even thinking that she does, she's not coming on to him, but mm, right, right. somebody yeah. getting close like that, even if it's like for a friend, friends wise, it, it, that's not, that hasn't gone down since his wife went away. Yeah. And that, that's sad because that means that he's been like very lonely yeah. for like these past few months. Mm -hmm. You know, he doesn't have the daughter to go and speak with, sure. you know, because <laughs> yeah. that shit. But, um, you know, he's just like, he, he's just been like isolated. Yeah. And, and so he's still not able to use his abilities like he wants to. Mm -hmm. So uh, any thoughts about this scene between I the two? I loved them? it. I loved yeah. it. And I'm, I'm always one for, like black love, let me see a black couple mm -hmm. together. But th in this instance, if he ends up with Heather, I will be okay with that. Yeah. And it's mainly because I like they've both been established separately. And if you were to bring them together, I feel like it would be natural. Um, yeah. I do like her reaction to him because she's like, she's not offended. She's like, well, you know, it takes time, whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's very upsetting because this man is from where is he from? 19 what what's he like 1940 1940s 50s okay so you're yeah. with him being very traditional i would assume you know folks are cheating on their wives and husbands back then too but i would imagine right. richard is very traditional so you already yeah. plucked out of time then you brought like so many years decades in the future and then the one woman you're with and have a child with ends up dead and then that, so like this I really like Richard's arc in this episode, and I really like his arc in the entire series. Because he was a family man through and through. When him and uh, Lily was together, when yeah. she was alive, oh, they were Bonnie and Clyde. Yep. <laughs> so you can yeah. feel, I, I, if they're setting her up to be his love interest, I'm all for it. I want yeah. it all. I, want it all. I like her. I mean, I, I wanted to see more of her. Um yeah. And later on in the season, so I'm hoping that's still the case. I mean, they're they've been bringing her in every other episode. It seems like or every two episodes, so that mm -hmm. that just might be the case. Um, so right after that, we have Diana and Tom. Yeah, and Diana is in the car, and from her perspective, it looks like Tom's voice, or it sounds like Tom's voice, is very like low, yeah, monotone. I think uh, her vision is blurred a little bit. Mm -hmm. And so we are getting a sense that she's out of it, like mm -hmm. very much so. Mm -hmm. She on drugs. So she on drugs. Mm -hmm. So um, Tom says, "I could call you a taxi." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which to me is funny because, like, once again, it shows the time period. Mm -hmm. um, because he's like, "I can handle this on my own because you look done." And yeah. she's like, "I got this." Yeah, um, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> So she she says something to the effect of like, you know, let's ride this out, and then tomorrow I'll go to the hospital. Yeah. And I'm like, tomorrow? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so um, they follow they find they follow tests from her 
uh, bookstore to where she's staying. I remember she was supposed to be staying in like a halfway house, right? Yeah. Means, yeah. <laughs> but she got to a two bedroom sitting on the hill <laughs> where she's chilling with, uh, you know, Kevin. So mm -hmm. they, um, well, that's, that's after the scene. But then next thing we cut to is Devin and Sean. Um, and Sean is like getting dressed up to go to this concert that he, he was like, he yeah. was like, man, I'm going out. I'm gonna have fun and just da da da. And Devin is like, "Well, Nick is here, and <laughs> at the center." And it turns out that he he's been overdoing it with drugs because he realizes like I'm about to get healed, you know. So I can push. He can push himself to a certain limit, and then uh, Sean will be there to rescue him. And I think that's when Sean realizes that he's being used. Sure. So, any any thoughts about this? Sean is well. He's also a kid, but he Sean is dumb. Um, that little bit of happiness he had, mm -hmm. he he held on for too long for me. But I I was disgusted. I was yeah. disgusted. I, I like, and this is me being you know shallow. But I'm like, this nigga is ugly as shit. This old ass <laughs> gangly looking like this ain't even the best looking white man on this show. The the rock Nick. Like why yeah. is he? Man, get that nigga out of here. I was like, man, get out. I hate him, bro. Yeah, he was he was he was disgusting. I mean yeah. he was worse he was worse than Isabel this episode. Absolutely. Um, he was worse than Isabel. So right after this we show the big confrontation of uh double T Tom, test Tom mm -hmm. and uh KD Lang. No, Kevin and Tatiana. <laughs> um the thriller in Manila or the thriller in the um the ranch style house, but they follow her <laughs> to the house. Um, and for some reason, the door is just open, right? right. Tess don't close the door, lock it. Um, and they, they go inside and they see Kev, uh, Kevin hooded mm -hmm. up. Tess is there. And, you know, Kevin tells them about the attempt on this life. It says, I think it was the government. And then Tom is like, no, we don't roll like that. And I'm just like, but two seasons ago. I mean, <laughs> that like, black man, you forget uh, the black. Right. You forget about that. Martin Luther King. I read Contra. I would have been mm -hmm. listing off all this shit. I'm just like, it ain't above them to do some shit like this. So uh, Diana and then Kevin, not, Tom is like, come with us. If you don't come with us, we'll make you come with us. And then Kevin says something to the effect of like, "Well, Diana's not going to let you." And she's holding a gun. Yeah. Um. So Tess is using her ability as Kevin runs around and packs up everything in this living room. And as they and he says something to the effect of like, "Don't, you know, don't don't follow me. Please don't follow me. I'm trying to do what I'm trying to do. And mm -hmm. I don't want to hurt anybody." And then Diana passes out. Once Kevin and Tess um, step out, or they they run out, mm -hmm. um, and they also show also in that scene before she, and I don't think she passes out, but she falls and drops she her faints, gun. Yeah, mm -hmm. she faints. And but before she goes under, she they show that she's growing these legions on her chest, on her mm -hmm. chest, mm -hmm. um, the same as uh, Kevin has. So, yeah. Um, any thoughts? About this, or honestly, my favorite part of this scene was Diana Fainton because, like, she failed. Like, that was mm -hmm. some good physical acting. Like, yeah. she, homegirl, did that. Honestly, no, um, I don't. I don't like that they. I feel like with this episode, 
my biggest issue is really the science behind what he's doing. Because mm-hmm. I don't like you haven't given me the rules, so I don't know the limitations. So all this shit you're doing, I have mm-hmm. to just accept it because it's on screen and that doesn't it doesn't like her having the lesions, cool, but why not mm-hmm. show her having these before you even show him at all? Right. You know what I'm saying? Or like I or even the doses, like I, I don't the end game for him to be like, Oh, I'm almost to the end. I don't want to hurt you. Just you know, quit trying to find me. What is the end? Like I, I don't know what the end is. <laughs> what's the beginning and the middle? Hey, I'm just being okay. I'm hey. gonna pull my stupid Duns cap on because I had no fucking idea what he was doing. Totally aside, I mean, and I don't know what, like you said, what the end result is supposed to be. Like you're injecting her because at one point he's like, I want to give you these abilities. Mm-hmm. You're nice or some shit like that, and and I'm just like, so is the end result? to inject her with the same stuff that you're going through so her body can naturally produce the permyosin. Okay, so that's what I think. Is that's, that that's what he's doing? Okay. So oh Lord. there you go. Um I still hear your voice, but I don't see the face. Yeah, my camera didn't <laughs> acting up. But um and we can I'll just keep it going. Okay. Oh Okay. Okay. There you go. Okay. <laughs> Welcome back. Yeah. Okay. So that that's that was my whole thing the entire episode. Like I, it took me a minute to kind of figure out what he was actually doing to her. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just like, so what? You're turning her into a permyosin producing factory. See, I the way I took it was he was trying to give her an ability. Which okay, okay, okay fine, but. My other issue is he is a 4400, so we see he's healing. Does That doesn't necessarily mean she's going to have healing. Like, we don't know right. what if she'll even live. Like, if, yeah. if her being a, a baseline human, non 4400, if that if she, if she her body can even handle this shit. Right. I, this, yeah, so that's what I'm saying. It goes back to this whole thing of him and I mean I wouldn't put it past him to try to do something like this. Right, right. Because he's been kind of obsessive with this since the beginning. So it's mm-hmm. not really out of character. True. What is out of character is to but that's the thing, it's not out of character because he, he has this twisted ideal of like I'm giving her a gift mm-hmm. because he he she gave him the gift of assisting him yeah. or getting him to this point. So mm-hmm. whatever. So they get away. Um Diana's going Legion, so then we go back to Intech. Um, okay, so this is this is my callback. So they show the before after picture of Kevin, <laughs> and yo the after and then so the after picture is them working off of whatever Tom and Diana tell the, the yeah. digital sketch artist or whatever. Why not just use a sketch from the house? I mean, because <laughs> they made this man look even worse than what he yeah how he actually looked. I just didn't understand why they just didn't use something that was better. Than. I don't I don't know because it looked like he was almost in blackface, like he was a light skin, but it's from far away. I was like, what the hell is this shit? Like yeah, you just showed us a black and white like that's what the police use when they have sketches that are right. always black and white. Like they you just use this. Use that. I oh, just um I was like shit, okay, y'all are tripping. So anyway, so now the, the word is put out uh, APB um, and the intact officers, including the black guy I'm always telling you about, 
they there with their windbreakers on and like let's hit the streets. Now um, I do want to I do want to point out how this show what is this two thousand was it three four ish how yeah. this 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 man in the show now Tom and them say here's a photo we got an APB on this nigga find him bring him in and live this yeah. man says do you really think a cop is gonna see this and not unload the clip like that's a sensitive <laughs> and I'm like yo. Just because this man is quote unquote ugly or deformed, why would they start shooting? Like, I, I was like, what, what, like, do they not understand? Like, how, how was this in more than 20 years ago show? And yeah. you motherfuckers don't get this shit now. Like, yeah. Oh. I don't know. Uh, they, <laughs> I have no idea, but they, um, it's you know just another bullpen you know let's rally the troops type of right. thing. Um, I even put down a, a laughing smiley face after like why don't they just use a damn sketch yes. um, in my notes. So Sean after that we saw Sean and Nick. Uh, they're I, I guess at the after party at somebody's um, one bedroom apartment. Yeah, and <laughs> Nick is like y'all couldn't like rent out a nice looking spot like because that literally looked like my apartment when I was growing up by myself. Damn. They used that warehouse from like three or four episodes ago. <laughs> I think they did. Oh. Um, so it's just a bunch of people hanging out. Nick is being an ass because he he's like, I want to bring you on tour and you can be a part of the show. Like when I die, and I'm just like, so this is gonna be a regular thing. Mm-hmm. So uh, he's I he says. This is when he starts talking about you can have everything. You could even have um, her. Yeah, and it's just like, yeah, and I th- I can't remember what the lady's name is, but he just keeps Nishka, Nishka, Nisha or Nishka or something. Oh, and that's, yeah. it's, it's the one the lady be from before who was like you can put your hands on me mm-hmm. anytime, and it just um. It's just you know it, once again it's just a standard stereotypical idea of what you know, being a rock star is like, and he's just mm-hmm. offering him all this stuff. And, you know, Sean is just, he's just, I don't think he wants to do it, but it is like one of those things where I think going through his mind, he is just like, I'm about to get married to a serial killer. Um, and <laughs> Yo. it would be nice to be able to like, you know, have a weekend to myself, you know, mm-hmm. just whatever, chill. And I think they even suggest, like, hey, you can hit the road with us and then come back and get married. Yeah. And it's, I think at one, when he says, I'm about to get married, they was like, this is even more of a reason. I was like, y'all yeah. are horrible. Yeah. <laughs> y'all are fucking horrible. But um, especially Nick. So, not that I didn't, nothing outside of, I didn't really get anything else outside of no. that. Um, so now we have Kevin at the diner. And it, the first thing I asked myself was, like, why go out in public to get something to eat? Yep. And we realized it is because he wants to be seen. So mm-hmm. he, he orders a steak, very rare, from the uh, from the place. And yep. the waitress and everybody at the shop is looking at him uh, pretty, you know, like he's, you know, he because he looks bad. And I think mm-hmm. somebody calls the police on him for looking horrible. Yeah, which was... <laughs> it was just like... Yeah, and the thing what 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 fucked me up with that is because I get the connection from you put out the APB, but there was no, there was nothing that said there's a TV in this diner. His face is on like nothing. 
So it's just he's deformed, so call the police. <laughs> now, within the context of what the shit that we see on social media when it comes uh, to Karen's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. like, but even in those cases, it's this perceived threat. And actually, fuck it. I guess I could. Under, I guess I could see somebody just calling the police because somebody is ugly, like that. That's I mean, so why horrible. Not? Why not? Or like because he looks like he has a skin condition or is going through something. But mm-hmm. I, when I thought about it, I was like, the cops did not call Intac. It At was all. a person. A person. A person yes, called the police for and for the police called Intac mm-hmm. because they have the APB. So, yeah. so Intac is like, well, we got um. We, <laughs> Oh God! Let's say that. <laughs> it's like we got our we got our daily black guy call. So let's Hello. roll out. Yeah, <laughs> just say That's roll out. But um, and then they roll out in like their minivans. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> yes, I was like, I was like, they can't get like SUVs to make them look cool. They roll out in like these small um, mm-hmm. minivans, and so we see um. I don't know when if this is when we see Tess or not, but yeah, okay. So we see Tess um, hanging out of Intech as they roll by in the, the minivan cavalcade or whatever. Um, <laughs> and then we come back to the diner, and then the waitress is like, "Well, I mean, he just ordered the food and then left. He left his money and gave me actually a pretty good tip." Mm. You know, um, she said something like, "I didn't think those people did that." I was like, "Shit, wait, oh. no, she didn't say that." <laughs> She didn't say that. Um, let me stop. They sure did treat him bad. So anyway, so uh, intact. Then after they get there, so that's when we see uh, Tess. Actually, she was she had looked at like a file with uh, a doctor that they've introduced on the show, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they you see the doctor go in to get Diana and says, "Hey, it's time for you to go." Or you can be checked out, and Diana's like, "What? Oh, my nails fell off." Yeah. And the doctor takes her, doesn't even put her in a wheelchair. That's no. the other thing. Yeah. Like she just walks her out yeah. and takes her to the car where Tess is. And Diana apparently is, you know, she's still she's still out of it, but not enough that she doesn't recognize what ha- what's happening. Yeah. And then Tess tells the doctor, "You can go back inside." And then you know, Tess drives off with Diana, so she she kidnapped them. And the whole thing with Kevin was a ruse or a um, distraction. Yeah. So, any thoughts about that? Or no, I thought it I thought it was a good plan, but they yeah. just that last piece about the cops did not make sense. <laughs> Right. You know, but a good plan, I guess. Yeah, but it wasn't like Kevin had gone. Like, if Kevin had gone in there and been like, you know, I'm about to fuck this motherfucker up. You know, mm-hmm. that. It's like, mistake is rare. And then <laughs> slap the, um, yeah. Slap one yeah. of the people with it. That actually would have made it better. I would have. Um, I'm, now I'm slightly confused. It's Tess and her powers. In the psych ward, I get she was like, mm-hmm. all the people are in proximity. She was outside intact. How does she get this doctor, like, so, unlike some people, she's been she's been practicing with things outside of vases okay. or the writers. I don't know. I mean, like we so sometimes this shit is all over the place. Yes, when it comes to the abilities. Now, in her case, you remember, like she was still affecting people that she wasn't even around. Yeah, in that episode, remember, like she, like people yeah. would just hit the perimeter of the You're psych right. facility, and then they would be they would get these instructions to build this device. Yeah. So I think they've always suggested that her yeah. abilities okay. are a bit more wide ranging. Okay, so, so I'm okay with that then. 
Yeah, she seemed like the type that would actually practice outside of oh, this. Oh, yes. Yo, like, for, like, cool. extreme skateboarders and yeah. shit. Um, <laughs> so, so we have... Um, so Tom gets back to Intech or the team, and the doctor's like, oh, I didn't... I don't even remember releasing her. So they... Um, at this point, they're kind of like between a rock and a hard place because they don't know where Diana is. So, mm-hmm. uh, but they do realize that she's closer to getting to where Kevin was. Yeah. Uh, with you know the change, so we come back to Richard and Heather, and what she explains is like you know let's talk now, like you know let's not like just sit in silence, and she starts asking them questions about, I think her his parents. Mm-hmm. Um, he talks about how he thinks his parents would react to everything that's going on and they might actually not ashamed, but they wouldn't be too happy or they might be scared of him. Mm-hmm. And then she lays it down and she says, you are a strong black man. Yeah. No, she she yeah. essentially starts saying that like, like yeah. you, were the, you know, you were the first, you know, black soldier or one of the black soldiers in, you know, during the Korean war, you know, yeah. you've, you've, you've gone through some stuff. And now that's, that's what you're saying. You're at the Vanguard. You were at the Vanguard mm-hmm. back then as a black man in the military. Now you're at the Vanguard now as being a 4,400. So they mm-hmm. would be proud of you. So, yeah. um, and then as they're talking, he was just like, well, I guess I am. And they noticed that he's, they're floating. Both yep. of the chairs are floating mm-hmm. and then they fall down and, you know, I mean, well, not completely fall down, but the chairs yeah. hit the ground, and they're very happy. So I don't know what yeah. do you think. I thought it was I liked it. I, honestly, yeah. I like. And the whole time I'm thinking, like, is this the white savior? Is this a magical <laughs> Negro? But in the, in the in the way this scene is set up and in the conversation, mm-hmm. I think that what she said is very. I, I don't feel like it's white savior because once she is the therapist, like she mm-hmm. is the one with these yeah. particular power, and she's not only using it to free these, you know, Negroes and whatnot. But I, I like that she was the one to deliver that line because there's not one other person on this show mm-hmm. who is going to be that particular type of kind to him. Yeah. Like you're pretty much up against your daughter. You are kind of siding with Sean to go against your daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, What's the name? Matt is dead. Um, like, there's a lot going on. And so that particular, like, be more kind to yourself. You're the first of many, blah, blah, whatever. I like that. And I think I like, I'm, I'm liking them more and more. The idea yeah. of them together. Yeah, they, uh, as it was, it was one of my favorite scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, so right after that, we show Kevin Chestnut and Diana at an AMC movie theater for some reason. <laughs> um, yes. And the guy who owns it, he, I just, he tests, basically test tells uh, the guy, like, this is ours now, you can leave. And Diana falls on him and it's just like, please help me. They've kidnapped me and this and that. Mm-hmm. And I, um, <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. I just, <laughs> in my mind, I'm like, why a movie theater? Why an abandoned movie theater? Why not, like, there are plenty of like old offices, mm-hmm. buildings, decrepit buildings mm-hmm. that nobody goes into, like that have not been used. Mm-hmm. And but he decides to go into a movie theater to finish his experiments. Um, and it's not even the backstage of the movie theater where no. he set up for this. It's like, what is he going to do? Set his shit up on the stage yeah. and then on the seats? <laughs> it's just like <laughs> it seems like a weird setting. Yeah. Um, yeah. So and then and he goes into this whole thing 
of why he's doing what he's doing. He says he believes his work is valid. Um, and he says, I'm prepared to be brave for the both of us. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's like, you're going to take the shot and, you know, all this shit. Mm-hmm. So, right after that, we cut to any, any thoughts on this? No. It just, <laughs> okay. just, it, 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 for a moment, it felt like she was having second thoughts, but mm-hmm. he wasn't. And that's yeah. it. <laughs> She's like, ride or die. So, we go back to Sean and Nick. Um, and the first thing I had on this was like, Nick is a fuck up. I'm sorry. And he's, yeah. he's, um, he's playing guitar. He's being so rock and roll. And then he drinks some booze. He's like, it's rock and roll, brother. Yeah. And Sean is just like, and is, is it you're drinking at lunch? Or he says something. I think Nick says something like, I'm drinking at lunch. Yeah. It's so rock and roll. And Sean just tells him, like, I'm not going with you on the road. And I. He says, "I won't. I, I'm. I don't think I wasn't meant to be used as some rock star's personal safety net." Yeah. And and then you know, Nick says, "Was like, how do you not know that you weren't sent here to keep me alive, so I keep people happy?" And I just, it just, it's just him grasping at straws, and yeah, he decides to um after Sean says what he says. He takes another swig of the drink, and then Sean just walks away. He and Sean tells him straight up, like this happens again. I'm not there for you. Like yeah. I'm not. I'm not coming to your aid. And then, and then Sean just walks out. So good, good on him. That's the yeah. best thing he did so far. Yeah, it was fucked up. It was. Um, I just wish Nick had been established earlier because that <laughs> actress lady we got in season one didn't she spend a couple episodes? Yes. Yeah, well, it was like, just I think she was just there for one. Okay. I think maybe maybe it was two, but I, I thought it was just one. Um, mm. But there's a character that you could have called back. I mean, but yeah. you know, so I, I don't know. But um, he he here here today, gone tomorrow. Yeah. Um. So now we have Diana out. Is she basically? We we realize that so the land landowner, the, the the guy who owns the theater, the AMC theater that they're at. Uh, he goes home and checks in his overalls, and I'm like, "That's commitment, man." He's wearing overalls mm-hmm. in the city. <laughs> just mm-hmm. like, yeah. and, he, and he checks his pocket because I was like, "You check your pockets when you get home." Yeah. And it's the she. He finds the medical bracelet or the tag that she was wearing, and she has written on there, uh, "My name's Diana. Please call Intact. I've been kidnapped." Yeah. And and I guess he calls it. He calls Intact. What did you say? When was she able to write that? I was gonna ask a question. I was just gonna like, throw it, bro. I was <laughs> like, "What the hell is this?" <laughs> and y'all didn't see, like, tested to see you riding that in the car. Yeah, I when you should have been like, um, you know, under the influence. Because I still yeah. think that test was keeping her under the influence at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, so, <laughs> give me one second. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, yeah, I didn't. I was like, maybe Rain will pick pick, pick that up. You know, no, there's nothing there. No, no. <laughs> so Diana, um, she, you know, right after that, um, we see Tess touch her neck, and you, she's like, something bit me, or I felt like something shot me, and she pulls a dart out of her neck, and yeah. basically they've put her under. Because mm-hmm. they know what her abilities are so intact, you know, the cavalry is there. Um, Tess, now, so Tess doesn't wake up. So, anyway, so she gets shot. Kevin gets a hold of her 
And, mm-hmm. said, and, and, and to his credit, he didn't just leave her there and just bust out of the exit. Right. He picks her up and then they, you know, they run out. And I don't know if he even gets any of his equipment. Not a no, thing about it. No. Yeah. So they okay. So uh, and um and um. <sighs> A adrenaline, like a syringe full of adrenaline shot. Yeah, so he, yeah. So he gets an adrenaline shot, runs out, and then when they get out into, I guess, what is the alleyway, mm-hmm. uh, because then tech agents come in, and as Tom and them are coming in, Kevin takes, you know, uh, Tess, and then they run outside, or he drags her outside, mm-hmm. and when they get into the alleyway, they're surrounded on either side, front and back, by yep. the tech agents with all their guns drawn. And he's like, I ain't got no abilities except my skin falling off. So he stabs her with the adrenaline shot Mm. and then wakes up and they look at each other. And she's like, okay, I got this. And basically causes all of the intech agents to drop their guns and just kind of stand there as they get away. Mm -hmm. So I I actually really enjoyed that scene. Yeah, same. Yeah, yeah, they did that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So after that... We have um, Jarvis and Diana at, I think, they're at Intech, right? Yeah. No, is it Jarvis or Tom? Jarvis it's, and Tom. Tom and uh, Marco. Tom and Marco. Okay, gotcha. Um, I guess talking about what happened, and I think, don't they assume that he might not have much longer to live? Yeah. yeah. So that's that's kind of the big thing that comes out of that conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, they Diana is, is at the Intech medical facility, you know, so she's back there. Mm-hmm. And so we, you know, we go to Tess and Kevin and Kevin is actually in the bathroom. Um, and in the corner, it, it's skin. It just, it's, it's a big old wad of skin Ugh, that's, yeah. that's on the ground. And like he, he's gone through the shedding process and then we, you know, he's watching his face and then you get the big reveal that his face is good to go. Like it's not, mm-hmm. um, it's not as bad as it was. It's yeah. you know, back to normal. And then he, better than he was like, cause the way they styled him mm-hmm. when he first um, came on the show in season one was very kind of homely. Yeah. And very like, even with like, it's the same actor, but they're doing a more intentional job of, I, I think they're they're They have him set up the way they have Sean set up where he looks mm-hmm. like a clean cut blue collar white man. Yeah, and, and that's yeah, Ooh, yeah, yeah. But um, so he's you know I guess he's gone through his metamorphosis. But the suggestion is is that he's not as he, he's not going through it anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Tess has stolen a truck from some unsuspecting person. Yeah, says somebody gave us this truck, and you know they're both dressed to impress, and you know they, they have a hug, little kiss, and they just drive away. Yeah, so. I said they, they make for a nice car stealing couple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is the new Richard and Lily. Yeah. I guess. So we cut mm. to, I think we cut to Diana and Maya. Um Diana balls up the hideous picture of her and throws it away. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so her and Maya re- reunited. And then we cut to <laughs> Richard now training with knives. Yeah. <laughs> like he's, He's telekinetically throwing knives at a wall, mm-hmm. and then he keeps looking over at pictures of his daughter. Yeah, that you know? that that was a choice. It's a choice. Yeah. <laughs> he said that was that a was choice. A choice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, 
There have been. Yeah. I thought it was sad. Very. I mean, it was. Very. It was like, like you said, we we there is something in particular about, like in all the other circumstances, what the family's going through. It. Uh, Tom has never wanted to kill Kyle. and diana has never needed to kill um, maya yeah so in this case to see him actively preparing to pretty much assassinate his daughter yeah the only black woman on the show there you go Mm -hmm. that's what y'all turned in for yeah (laughs) it was rough i was just like um i don't remember the scene i don't remember this episode yeah and with actually the only thing I remember pre before this was the scene in the alleyway. Mm-hmm. There's always something that was actually a pretty effective use of uh, Tessa's abilities. Yeah, I agree. And, um, but this was this was a surprise, and I kind of knew what he was preparing for. Yeah. But for him to be like throwing knives yeah, at the yeah, wall was was pretty rough. I was like, damn. So uh, the last scene that we have is Isabel. Um, giving her promiocin out to the company that Ryland uh, works for, but it's not him that's there. It's the agent that yep. shot Burkoff. So the big reveal is that uh, somehow or another, the um, Ryland's company found out about what Burkoff was doing mm-hmm. and sent these, um, let's say, private security officers yeah. or, or or just thugs. I mean, just being real. Yeah. I mean, they, they just. Whatever. Um, so they. Um, so he. I. I think he's. I don't know who says what, but he. T- the scientist says to him that we have about two years stock yeah. of myosin, and then they cut to this. Uh, they go. They show him carrying the vials that they've collected into like this warehouse or the storage facility that's on site, and mm-hmm. you just see rows after row after mm-hmm. row. With shells of this stuff of promyosin, yeah. and then that—that's when it goes off. Yeah, <clears throat> um, I'm confused because are we to assume that all of this is from Isabel from the time that she's been coming up here to this? So and so. With that being said, were they trying to kill Burkoff to stop him from doing the same thing and to see how far he's gotten, or like because they were like, yeah, who else? You know, yeah. we know you to test on somebody. Like I, ugh. I think so. Because at the end of the day, they were asking him, like, who else have you tested this on? Mm-hmm. And Burkoff was like, only me. So yeah. if you kill him, if you think that you've killed him, you killed the only other source of this. Yeah. So that's. I think they were just. I don't know how they. And to be honest with you, they probably could have tapped this computer. They probably. Yeah. Because he's he's one of the leading figures in this like mm-hmm. you know this area. So it wouldn't it makes sense to me that they had. Found out that he was doing, you know, yeah. what he was doing, yeah. um, and that they wanted to kill him or shoot, you know, or you know, to shut him up or to prevent him mm-hmm. from being able to do what they're doing because they're doing this for. I could tell you who this dude they're doing this for without even remembering. Uh-huh. It's for the government. Oh, for sure. This is yeah. not for you know shipping out to the people. Mm-hmm. You know, this is like like they said a few episodes ago. This is an arms race. Yeah. And you kill anybody else who can, you know, who can match up with you in this area. So, yeah. actually, it's a fuck. It's a it's fucked up to say this, but I like that part of the story because it seemed more realistic. Yeah, uh, in a very sad way. So, but no, I mean, yeah, but still, the idea of them pumping all this shit out of this 
this woman was just like, okay, this is this is crazy. Mm, so. Yeah, I'm, I that's I don't I don't know how to feel about Isabel because you say you want to be with Sean to keep you grounded, keep you human, but mm-hmm. then you go and sell off or give away the very thing about you that's going to bring the fucking apocalypse. Yeah. Um, also, when we got that scene with Maya and uh, Diana, I just knew Diana was going to have some sort of ability. Like, when she bought up that paper, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, so now her power from the kick in is going to catch on fire or shoot water. I felt like we didn't need that scene. Nothing came from that. You just bought up that same picture. <laughs> so I mean, they had... They had uh, the actress who played Maya on set, so they yeah. were like, "Let's get like three or four scenes out of her." Yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, but um, yeah, I mean, we did general thoughts. Who's your who's your who's your favorite character? Who? Um, probably Richard. I, mm-hmm. said, I like Heather, but I'm I'm have to go Richard. Like, yeah, I'm I'm going with Richard. And in this case, I'll probably go with Heather. Yeah. Um, I, I like how they're using her character, and mm-hmm. she's given more of a chance to be involved. Right, right, in right. The larger story. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, how about Lee's favorite? Ugh, Maya. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it'd have to go to Burkoff just by that non consensual mm-hmm. injecting that woman with, with Promyosin. Yeah. I gotta go with Burkov. Yeah, it's um, it'll be a toss up between well, <clears throat> him and uh, Nick. Mm, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, Nick was shitty. Between him and Nick. Mm. Uh, I'm glad that there's a character that probably died off screen. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Um, and then what's your what was your favorite scene? Because I think you said a couple. Yeah, but all, Heather and Richard, like all of their scenes, uh, but specifically when he levitated those chairs, because it's like yeah. I thought that in in for the time period with the special effects that you have at the, at your disposal, I think that was a really good scene. Yeah. Right? So yeah, I think for me, it probably will be the alleyway scene. Okay. Yeah. I I liked. Um, I enjoyed that. I yeah. like I said. I, I I enjoyed the the tense nature. You know, where are they going to get out of it? And mm-hmm. your off thought on his feet. So yes, he did. Who? So, uh, so what rating? What rating would you? Uh, what are we do? Out of uh, ten kidnapped Dianas, ah. <laughs> this might be a seven. I'd say. I would agree. I would yeah. agree. Probably yeah, seven. it wasn't without its issues, but I don't think it was the worst that we've gotten this season. But yeah, I would go with a solid seven as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm Ooh. checking to see if there were any 4400. This is a 4400 news beat. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> dude. This just in? No, this just um, in. I don't think there's anything new. There's um, we still waiting on a full length trailer. Yes. Um, and I think the latest thing was a few weeks ago when they did those uh, pictures, you know, the, the new pictures, yeah. the, mm-hmm. the cast. So um, some of the scenes of the show, but yeah, so we're, we're still waiting. Uh, like I said, we, we got the matrix trailer today. Hey, yes. Ooh. Yeah. Now uh, mm, I'm excited. I'm, yeah, oh, I've been, I've been ready for this. 
Yeah, I'm going to have to watch all of them, like, straight through. Because, Lord, Matrix is, yeah, Keanu, John Wick and Matrix is in the same universe. Uh, John Wick is <laughs> one of the simulations in the Matrix, I'm sure. Ain't no way. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. they're, um, I always tell people that uh, Route 3 is a homage to the Matrix. Mm, to the first one that. like that. I can see that. that. Um, I mean, Sean Anderson. So mm-hmm. his last name, Mr. Anderson. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you know, that type of thing. And it was in that, so that, that franchise, I enjoy it. Even the, even though the second ones were kind of yeah. like not as quality wise, as good as the first one, mm-hmm. but there's something just about that world, yeah. um, which has always kind of drawn me in. So I've, mm-hmm. I've been, when they announced that they were doing the fourth one, mm-hmm. uh, that was, that became like one of my, Heavily anticipated movies of whatever yeah. was coming out. So I, ugh, I just wish they would use that Aaliyah footage. Like I wish they could find a way to use it. I, ugh. which oh. one was she supposed to be on? Was supp- I think it was two. Second one, okay. Yeah, and they have a few scenes. Maybe I don't know if they have mm-hmm. a lot because I remember seeing a picture yeah. years ago of her like in a crowd. But that's all I, I have memory of. So I'm like, oh, with her music streaming now, like, find a do a flashback or something. Give me those scenes. Damn. Well, I wonder if she was supposed to be, and if not, I think was Nona Gay. Was she supposed to be Nona Gay's uh, you character? Know, honestly, I don't know. Okay. Um, just because all the interviews that, because I just did an episode and included a lot of her uh, streaming news. Um, mm-hmm. I. She was so tight-lipped about it in all the interviews I saw. Because she was like, yeah, this is coming out next summer, blah, blah, whatever. You know, we can't, I can't say much now, but you'll see. And so I I don't even know. Oh. Yeah, she um she was supposed to be Z. Oh, man. That was, um, and that was Nona, that was, if I remember correctly, that's Nona Gay. Yeah, Nona yeah. Gay took her role. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Oof. So yeah, y'all make sure you uh watch the Matrix. <laughs> yeah, for it come December. <laughs> yeah, and even the story about I, I kinda hate that both of the sisters aren't directing at this time. Yeah. It was uh Lana and I know Lana is directing it. I can't remember Lana's the other the, the other sister, but mm-hmm. they uh she said that she just didn't want to go through the whole process of Mm-hmm. You know, making this big budget movie and just you know, it, she she was just kind of beyond it. So yeah, I'm so used to seeing the Walkowskis, you know, yeah, right, 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 right. And to not see both of them on it, uh, it's kind of like ah. But we'll we'll you know either way, I'm still hyped for it. But that's a you know that's a whole nother discussion. Yeah, um, for absolutely. another day. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. This is your your. Uh... In credit scene. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, shit. I guess let the folks know, you know, where they can find you, support you, and mm-hmm. and all that good stuff. So, yeah, y'all can find me at uh, robertkjeffrey.com and on Instagram, robertk.jeffrey. So mm-hmm. there's a dot between the K and the Jeffrey. Just... And Instagram is probably the best place to find yep. me. Bet, bet. That link will. Those links will be in the show notes as usual. You can find me. Twitter, Carefree Blurred, everywhere else, Carefree Black Nerd. And if you have to email me, carefreeblacknerd at gmail.com. Um, catch us back here next week for the 10th episode. And, uh, you know, be ready to ride this thing out into the 
25th or 25th? 25th, yes. That's what I meant, 25th. For the 4400 Melanated Reboot, the 44 Black 100 people. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So, yeah, I'm excited for that. This this recording always gets me more amped for the reboot. I'm like, all right. I just get more into the season, come out with these Negroes, <laughs> these POCs, and, and see what they got. So looking forward to it. We're gonna see. Well, um, thank you, listeners. Use the hashtag AL4400. Let us know what you think and uh ride out with us to the for the black reboot. So yeah. Um this has been episode now. Fifty on the fast, think you can get high with me. That's a deal, right? Ride with me if you ride.